<laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. So I'm here today with James Ainsworth, who is the owner of Laughter for Life, the laughter entrepreneur. How are you, James? Very well or very good? Perfect. So, James, do you want to just let us know um, a little bit about yourself? Who are you and where you're from? Okay, so basically, I've got a farming and fire service background. So I grew up on a farm. I did a chemistry degree, which would never expect. But none of them were really anything that I wanted to, to, to do. So I kind of kept looking, found I started doing personal training and nutrition. So that was the start of the journey of which has led me to where I am now. But in 2016, I went through, well, 2015, 2016, for nine months, I went through a very up and down relationship, which left, basically, I was on the receiving end of getting dropped. And this dropped me basically right into the middle of being in anxiety and depression and feeling basically top of the world to the bottom of the world. And at that, to- at that point, I actually wanted to make a decision whether to stay where I am now, anxiety and depression, or make a choice and bounce back out. And obviously, I chose the latter, which was the bounce back out. And I suppose when you come out of it, when you are on the receiving end of a breakup, you will do anything to get yourself back to where you were in that relationship. So I did everything to build my confidence, my self-esteem. I joined Toastmasters to start doing public speaking. Um, I have did Reiki level one and level two. But the more I kind of did all this kind of stuff, the more I realized, actually, I'm probably better out of that relationship. Because there was things that, when you go through a relationship, you get so many things that you learn that basically... It was my first major one. I learned loads and it was kind of like I'm a phoenix. So I died and then I came back out of the embers as a whole new different person. So what else I did, as I long through the years, it's taken about four years ago it was, and I did things like mindsets. So I did a thing called Side K. So Side K is all about changing your subconscious beliefs through the subconscious most modalities like uh, meditation, affirmations, habit, changing habits, change the subconscious through the conscious mind. So by doing the side K, you're automatically on a higher level because you're changing it through the subconscious. In 2018, that's when I actually started my own business. So it was called Lifetime Fitness for Mind, Body and Spirit. And that included everything from PT, nutrition, mindset coaching and Reiki. And then it was in summer 2018 when I actually went to a wellbeing festival. And for the first time, that's when I met, um, kind of came into laughter yoga. And um, oh my God, I went in, obviously not, expect, not knowing what to expect, but open enough to go and try it. I went in, obviously what I find in a lot of my clients and myself when I first went in was that I was quite n- nervous, not really knowing what to expect. And you're kind of holding back a bit. But then within a couple of minutes of joining in, laughing, it's, you drop all that 
you know, as you, as you know, you drop all that kind of um, stuff that's going on and just get involved. You kind of get the energy, you get make new relations, create new relationships. And it was absolutely amazing. Came out on a half a day high, literally came out on a half a day high. And um, I decided in 2019, this January, that I'll go and learn to do the leader uh, two day course. And Lottie did my course for me. From there, I then introduced laugh yoga into my business. So I did uh, nursing homes, schools, and did run a few classes, which I actually struggled with. Uh, like I said, the same, quite a few people do struggle with the classes. Then, basically, one of my friends who I met at the Wellbeing Festival, he is a business coach, and I went on his course, and he basically got us to focus on just one thing, and that one thing that I just wouldn't focus on was laughter yoga. And what I found was the more I just focused on that, rather than having everything else, was that I kind of moved forward. So beginning of this year, I changed my business name to Laughter for Life with the idea of helping corporate businesses to, with their employees and also conferences as a warm-up. Obviously, COVID-19 came along and changed all that. So it's given me the opportunity to currently create an online platform where it's initially going to be for entrepreneurs and it's going to have, initially it's going to be laughter uh, and mindfulness, but I'm going to include all the PT and the nutrition and have like one massive, massive, big personal growth hub. Perfect. And that's my story. There you go then. Thanks a lot, James, for coming on. <laughs> 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 so um okay let, let's rewind then i'm gonna rewind uh back 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 and you said that you did a chemistry degree and then you became a fireman so talk to me about the fireman so actually i'm still a firefighter at the moment so i do three days on my business which is the obviously laughter for life and then i still work two days on the farm hopefully by the end of the year i'll be the solely my business but the fire service came in. So I've been in the fire service now for about nine years. So I went traveling to South America for six months. And when I was traveling, I was trying to look at what I could do. I was at the two choices, join the army as an officer, as a tank, tank, um, as a tank commander, or join the fire service. And obviously mum spent years and years and years avoiding me, stopping me from joining the army which he obviously succeeded in doing. So I joined the fire service instead. And it, it, it's good. I enjoy the fire service. But the problem is, I, it's not really my passion. This yeah. is my passion, uh, what I'm doing at the moment. So, so I mean, what the reason I sort of wanted to tap into that a little bit more, have you done the laughter yoga with them? Uh, I haven't. I have tried. Okay. So, because this is something that I have i haven't tried with firemen but i'm thinking of like you know my my background chefs so again sim similar just just predominantly male led um it's uh, I, i'm what 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 when you said you've tried to run the sessions what what has been the response well my friends at the fire station they basically whenever i go down we have a laugh every time i go down uh that's the kind of character i am but with regards to the, I've actually tried, it's harder said than done to get into the actual HQ of the fire service. So I suppose I could go and speak to him in person. I've only sent emails and I suppose I've got sidetracked with the business, corporate and conferences as well. 
because what I've noticed is the more you try to do everything, and then it, it never works when you try to do everything. So I've, I've come, I've come across. I have tried. I suppose you could do, but yeah, I think that's a possibility in the future. Yeah. So would you take? Because I mean, again, I suppose the question that I, I don't know, just females generally are more open to to laughter yoga. That's what I've noticed um, since been doing it for about the same same amount of time as you, James. And um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, why? What? What is it about the fact that men don't want to try it? Do you think this the vulnerability of letting themselves go, or? Yeah, I think it is because if it's, it's men, men uh, are the same in the spiritual side. I suppose in growing, but also laughing and anything which basically gets them uncomfortable and vulnerable a lot of men struggle with because I think you've been programmed from an early age that men have to be hard and men have to be the kind of um, lead the way and show no vulnerability because if they do, people think they're, um, you know, they're not who they're meant to be kind of thing. So I, th- I think I'm the, I'm the same with you. I, I, women generally for me, find it really, really easy and most women will join in all the time, but a lot of a lot of men won't. I'm not saying all men won't, because I've had loads of men who do, but as a as a whole, men struggle when it comes to doing things which get them out of their comfort zone but also make them vulnerable. That's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, so so this is this isn't a, a dig at any men out there because no. we're both men, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm coming from my my own personal view. When I was at university and a lot kind of stuff, uh, in the university and between before I really got into my own spiritual and personal development, uh, I was myself was struggling to kind of go and do stuff and get out of my comfort zone. Men, you find a lot of men might go to the gym to do a. a a strength workout but women will go and do classes men you don't see many men do fitness classes and things like that yeah yeah it's, uh, it's something i i um clocked the before i do um quite a bit of bodyboarding and sort of sat out there in the waves with all like predominantly men just all staring out to the sea waiting for the next wave and it just i don't know it's more of a solo thing maybe maybe men just want to be there with their thoughts and just that's their way of dealing with things possibly whereas women like you say they're more they, they like being in classes they like the sociable side of things don't they and they're happy to share their share their feelings um okay so so reiki let's talk about that reiki whoa that's okay well to be honest i'm i'm a very very open person i will try 99 not of anything and i've always been into ghosts and spirits and all that kind of stuff and after my breakup four days after the breakup I went and had a tarot reading I've never had one before I just felt like I need to have one and initially I was going to go and meet this lady up in the Lake District my auntie and uncle was staying but the the shop was closed so I did the telephone call one and one of the things I always remember from that telephone call was that I could do what she was doing. So that got me thinking. And a couple of weeks later, I went up to my auntie and uncles. I went into 
the town was both working and I'd look around, went into this spiritual shop, walked in, and the lady just walked up to me and gave me four books, said you'll be needing these four books. She didn't even charge me, she had to have them for free. She said, there you go, have these four books. I said, okay, went back out. Read and started reading the one book of um, spiritual healing because I was looking at a way to try and help me to heal. And all I kept seeing was Reiki, 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 Reiki. And so I just saw that as a sign that I needed to do a Reiki. So I got into doing level one. And actually before that, actually, I went to a lady in um, Stafford, close to where I live, and had a Reiki, a couple of Reiki sessions. Felt amazing after. And at that point, I decided I could do this, and I want to do this, I can help myself heal. And did level one. Um, the, what you find with Reiki is as soon as you do anything like that, it opens you up to everything. So also the was getting bombarded with all this spiritual stuff, all this spiritual stuff. And I did Reiki level one in 2016 and level two in 2017 and I actually did mediumship in 2017 as well so you obviously mediumship communicating onto the other side spirits on the other side which has actually helped me a lot of modalities recently with regards to a lady who does EFT with me because what mediumship taught me was that the trust what you see so you know how you see um when you're doing mediumship and communicating with the other side, you will see pictures in your head. But quite often, especially initially when you first start, you keep questioning them pictures and thinking, oh, no, it's just my head, it's just my head. But you learn to just basically say what you see. And what it kind of taught me was that it's not always your imagination. It's sometimes it's something else trying to communicate with you. And... What that kind of, once I started to trust myself, it got easier and easier and easier. And like now, when I work with a lady who does EFT with me, I've been releasing abandonment, rejection, betrayal, uh, injustice. So big, big um, emotions and stuff. It allowed me to go deep, deep within to very first occurrences, which sometimes will go onto different planes or go to different past lives but I'm able to see it personally and be able to bring it all out and release it all. That's fantastic, James. It's, um, it's funny that you mentioned EFT because I've done EFT as well and I um, released a lot of stuff. But like my, my weight, actually, I brought my weight down quite a bit from, from t- tapping. Um, again, for, for anyone that doesn't know about EFT, it's all about blockages, isn't it? Re- releasing blocks from the past. And yeah, that's another story, mate. I can feel another interview at some point going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anytime, anytime. So, so let, let's let's go. Let's bring it back to the laughter then, because obviously, um, so you were. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you were in sort of the Reiki sort of world, and that's when you went to the wellness festival. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was there was lots of stuff going on, um, and was there multiple tents, or was it just the one? Yeah. So what 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 was it about the laughter that made you sort of pulled you? So it's a if you quickly, it's the Sun and Moon Festival. And I was looking at having a place where I could go and speak. I obviously got, I went there, I did my own workshops as well on mindset and stuff. But I suppose it was the laughter. But naturally, I'm a um, energetic, charismatic character. 
So anything to do with laughing and being positive and smiling is my kind of cup of tea. So as soon as you see laughter yoga, I was like, okay, I'm intrigued now. So I went in, yeah, and it was just, it was a whole different level. And it just, I just, I can't think of a name who did it for me. You probably know her, but she actually came to me and said, I could, I could perhaps do this because of the energy and the character and just the pure laughter. And the good thing is, because you're probably the same with yourself, because we naturally laugh now and we've got, we're not afraid of it or ashamed of it, we will let it go. And that tends to pick other people up. Nice. And, and so, so that's, that's interesting because I discovered it at a festival as well. I discovered it at WOMAD and for the same intrigue again sort of laughter and and you know i'm i'm i like like feeling upbeat and for me personally it was just like actually well i i heard i just heard the laughter and then i was just like well it must be a comedian or something going on and then just everyone was just lying down and i was just like oh this is a bit 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 strange and then went the next went the next day and did the whole thing and it's just like wow this is like yeah it, it just i think it's that that whole the the like the laughter meditation at the end was the bit that just completely got me, got me hooked. So, um, so what, um, what, how would you say laughter's enhanced your life? So, laughter for me has helped me to get out my comfort zone on a massive, massive level. And what I find is laughter is one of them things which people find really 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 uncomfortable and the more you do it the easier and easier it is but because laughter is one of those things which people find really uncomfortable conquering things like fears and other things that you'd hate doing or don't want to do because they're uncomfortable it becomes easier because laughter if you put laughter on a scale of conquering Laughter is up here for most people. So if you, people are going to feel awkward in front of a whole crowd and they would, they'll never do it because of, what the, because of how people feel. So when it comes to conquering the little small things, it makes them easier to conquer. So I do it step by step by step by step just to conquer everything because the more blocks you take out, the more fears you conquer, the easier life becomes, and the more and the more blocks, the more likely you are to achieve your purpose. So laughter has kind of helped me to release everything which is blocking me from becoming the person I'm meant to be. And laughter, because it's one of my passions, my friends have said, you're a natural, you're natural at having this, you know, it's it's your it's your calling. So when you're doing your calling, it's it's just like easy and you just get into it like you get into the flow laughter puts me in my flow literally it's just like looking in a mirror and listening to myself talking it's 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 it's, amazing. <laughs> it's true isn't it it's just like you get into that flow state and it's yeah it's amazing it's amazing i just then it's one of those things where you're like why why do people not do this why why what what do they not get what what and it, i think it's when I, I love I love the first sort of time somebody comes along to a session or 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 maybe they they do a session and then they come back the second time you're like okay they've they've got it they've they understand the power yeah. and um, I mean so have you you got any sort of memorable stories of anybody that you know has come up to you maybe and spoken after a session or you know that maybe you've yeah you can remember 
Well, uh, I do networking at Four Networking. And one of the sessions that I did, I got them running around the room, barking like a dog, snorting like a pig. So it's quite interesting. And then also the witch's broomstick, which is cackle. <laughs> and one of the guys came to me after and said that he had, he's had major anxiety and depression. And he said that's the best thing that is ever done with regards to helping himself to feel better from the depression because it was, back, it was just basically starting to start feeling a bit depressed again. And he came up to me and said, that was awesome. He absolutely loved it. And he, he was one of the guys just getting full on, kind of going, ar, 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 or, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I think also another, like yourself, I, what I've noticed as well is that when people come to your classes, the first time that they're really held back, they know what to do, they're kind of thinking, oh my God, what is this? Within five, six minutes, they're joining in with everybody else, interacting, laughing, face, smile across the face. And I usually have like 20 minutes at the end. I used to have 20 minutes at the end where I have a cup of coffee and they'll be just chatting like they're all best friends. So it just break, breaks down barriers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's magical, isn't it? It's magical. Yeah. It? Um, yeah, I miss I miss the coffee and the and the biscuits. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what would you say to anyone who was not sure how laughter could help them? Give it a go. Give it a go. Try it and see what you think. Because laughing is infectious, and laughing can help cure. In my opinion, you can cure anything. I shouldn't really say that. Because the laughter, I believe, is the best medicine. There we go. That's all I need to say. Perfect. Okay, so this just rolls in quite nicely to um, let, let, show me two of your favourite exercises. Oh, now you put me under the thing. Okay, okay. I forgot I actually remember now this question because it come up before. <laughs> so I've actually been, I've created a couple myself, which is ideal this moment in time. I'll stand up so I find it easier. So what I do is I get people to imagine that all the fear, anxiety, and fear, anxiety, any panic, fear, they're just going to pull it out and go, ha, 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 fear out. <laughs> all the anxiety. <laughs> That's it. And then what I do get them to do after is that one minute to kind of transmute all the all the um, emotions. Another one I kind of thought was, was basically have your hands on your heart, and I want you to imagine that when you're we're gonna your arms are gonna come out, and I want you to imagine that all the love in your heart is spreading in all directions as far as the eye can see, and we're gonna laugh. So we're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Now get that to do that a few times. There's a great, great way to kind of visualise all the love coming from your heart to basically just get the whole world. And there are two I kind of created. I do find sometimes it's quite hard to create exercises, but there's two that come up. You know, uh, like since we're, we're ad-libbing a sort of, uh, this morning we were doing our laughter session. So we, we laugh every morning at eight o'clock and you should come along because it's 10 minutes of just, just play. Yeah. We just just play um but this morning i was just playing with my laughs a little bit and i um i, I started doing a and um and then um and then, so this afternoon i ran a session and i was just like right let's all do our evil laugh so come on james let's hear your evil laugh mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
Hey, I was I was thought actually another word I did, I did was it um it just I was just middle of a session and it just came to me I was like okay everybody get onto your knees and I want you to pretend you're about to propose to your girlfriend girlfriend and then it's burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite cool. Now give me some flowers. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Brilliant. Um, James, where where can people reach out to you if they want to connect with you? So. I'm on several places at the moment. Obviously, I'm on Facebook as James Ainsworth and also Laughter for Life. I am doing a lot of Facebook live sessions on my own personal profile at the moment. I'm also on LinkedIn as Star James Ainsworth Star. You'll see what I mean when you get on there. And then also my new website, which is www.laughterforlife.co.uk. And then you can reach me at james at laughterforlife.co.uk. Perfect. And that's the number four, isn't it? Not FOR. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So final, final thought for today then, James. What, what are the three things that bring you joy? Laughter, love, and continual growth. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on, mate. No problem at all. My pain and pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to petecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can. <laughs>